Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Exceeding TV. I'm Reek, and as you can see today, it's just me. I'm all you get, you guys. I'm all you get. Like, aren't y'all happy to just see me? I know. I know. I've had some really, 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 really good anointed women of God on this channel. I'm so grateful for all that God is doing. Like, I am so grateful for his wisdom. I'm so grateful for his guidance. I'm grateful for his vision. I'm just grateful, y'all. I, re I really truly am. And I'm so glad. And I just, I just want to just take a moment to thank every single person that has liked, that has shared, that has commented it, on it, that has encouraged me. That I mean, just I'm I'm overwhelmed with emotions, and I give God all the glory because He is the real host. He He just talking through me. He's talking through us, and you know, and I think that it's so important um, for someone in my age group to show that it's okay. And it's another way to love God. It's another way to express your love for God. It's another way to openly have discussions and still be with the times and still be able to get the point across, but to get it across in a way that we may not normally be used to. We may not normally, y'all know what I'm trying to say. Like uh, right now, I think that this show is a, is a right now blessing and I'm so grateful for the opportunity to even be chosen to, to, to be the vessel to bring you exceeding TV. So I am, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for the opportunity. I'm so grateful for you guys support. Like you guys encourage me and God confirms his word. Like we'll have an episode and we record. And then right after that, God comes right around. He spin the block. Like I like to say, he spin the block and be like, there go your confirmation. Like you, you're doing what I need you to do. And you're saying what I need you to say. And that just means the world to me because that is something that I truly desire. And I truly am grateful. Honestly, I can't say that enough. I'm truly grateful. I give God all the glory. He deserves all the praise. He gets all the credit. He makes it all happen, so I'm just grateful. So I just want to take the time out to do that while I have you here. But today's episode, we're going to be doing a Q&A. Q&A. If you didn't get your questions in, you can still write me under this video, and I'll try to answer it to the best of my ability. But I do have a couple questions that I did get, and I like these questions. God didn't tell me exactly what type of questions. He didn't give me any guidelines. He didn't tell me how many. He didn't tell me how, how to how to do it. So I just got this paper here with these questions on it, and we just gonna go from here. You just rock with me. Just rock with me. It's just us. We're family. You know that. We family. We family. So the first question is, what is your go-to scripture? And at first, I thought that this is going to be a hard thing to answer because depending on what's going on i have found a scripture for each situation for the most part not not all of the parts not all the situations but for the most part i i go look for one but if you're saying like just my go-to scripture just like 
boom, I, my most quoted, the one I'm going to pull out every single time, it is going to be Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Whew. Like, let's just stop there. Like, it doesn't even need anything after that. But I think that when, I, when God gave me the aha moment of this scripture, it was like, I felt like it covered all bases. Like, seek ye first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness, his goodness, his seek him and the things that he thinks are good and all the good things that you desire, the good things that you want will line up with him. And you, it's yours. It's yours. All of those great things, all the good things we don't deserve, all the good things that we want. Like, it's just, I feel like it's just like a blanket. It's like a blanket of if you do this. I'm going to do this. And that, this is limitless. Like, it is just, it's endless. All these things, all, all these things shall be added unto you. Like, don't worry about things, the day-to-day -day things, because all of these things are going to work out as long as you seek me. Because if you seek, I'm the only one that got the answers. That's, that's number, that's number one. Like, that's the first part. God is the only one that has all the answers. So he's the only one that knows the beginning and the end and all the stuff in between. So when I got that aha moment on that scripture, it just like stuck to me like real bad. It stuck to me real bad. And I'm just like, all right, that's what I got to do. Like, that's what I have to do. And every day I strive and I'm not perfect. I'm not sitting here saying like, oh, I just got it all together. But every day I strive to be that person that seeks God over anything else first seek him first first because I've lived a lot of seasons in my life a lot of years of my life seeking God after I'd have messed up so I it's 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 something that I just I have to that's my go-to because that's something that I constantly have to strive for to seek him first seek ye first the kingdom of God so that's my go-to scripture I promise my answers ain't gonna all be that long. They might be. I don't know. I ain't gonna say that. I was gonna I, I was gonna say that, but I don't know. But let's go to the next question. So the next question is when did you decide to fully give your life to Christ? So y'all, I'm real sad because I know the year. I even know the events that happened leading leading up to me fully giving my life to Christ. But I do not remember the day. And I'm so sad about that. Like, Holy Spirit, bring it back to my remembrance. Because I can see the day. Like, he told me that he was coming through Christy, my divine connection. He told me. He was like, don't be surprised if I show up on Sunday. And I was like, I don't even know what that means. But, all right. I had been going. Okay. Let me slow down. It was 2019. I know for sure. And it was at my current ministry, Living Word Holy Church. We are also on YouTube on Sundays. And you can watch all our services anytime that you want at Live Word Holy Church. And if you're in Pensacola or surrounding areas, our worship starts at 10 o'clock and it's 691A Broad Street, Pensacola, Florida, 32534. Because I just got to put that in there because it's fertile ground. So you just got to, it's a poor fraud that don't praise his own pond. That's what my apostles say. So 
that's my pond. And I invite you to fellowship with us because we grow together. That is our slogan, growing together. And that's what we strive to do. So just going to put that in there. But it was 2018, Livermore Holy Church, Pastor Brenda K. Beasley. Okay, so she called me up there. She called my name. And I had this experience with the Holy Spirit and I couldn't control it and I I didn't want to control it. It made me happy. It made me sad. It made me excited. I'm sorry, y'all. We got our forgiver guest right here. Hopefully he going to act right. Let's just ignore him if he don't act right. But it was like something I couldn't explain. I didn't really know. I was hot. I was cold. Like it wasn't a bad feeling. It was just like it was so much. It was like. The happiness was just, I was, I was enjoying it. Stop. <laughs> Come on. I was just enjoying. Y'all, this is my baby. This is my child. He don't want to do right. Let's just, we, we just going. This is my baby. This is our baby. Y'all nephew, okay? He don't want to do right. But I was happy because it was happening. I was sad because it took me so long. I I was just, I could, I just couldn't think of, it was just so many emotions that I felt, but I I knew that I wanted it. I knew that I needed it. I knew that it was pivotal. I knew I was not going to make it if I went back to the world. I knew, I knew these things. Like I knew. So 2019 is when I got saved for real, like saved for real. Like, all right, God, all right, God. And I've had my bumps and my and my things that have gone on and things that have just tried to knock me off, but to God be the glory. That's all I can say. I'm I'm here. I'm grateful. I'm excited about where God is taking me. The more I say yes, the more he shows me. The more I'm a good steward over a little, the more he shows me the lot. So, I'm grateful for that day in 2019. Hopefully the Holy Spirit brings it back to me. If he gives me the exact date, I am gonna share it with y'all. I promise you, I promise you, I'm gonna share it with y'all. So next question is, have you ever dealt with low self-esteem? And if so, how did you overcome it? Or how did you work toward overcoming? How do you work toward overcoming it? So, I definitely have dealt with low self-esteem. I dealt with low self-esteem for maybe more than half of my life. Like more than half of my life, I dealt with a spirit of low self-esteem. And I think that I have gotten to a place now where I'm allowing God to process me in that area with that spirit. Because what I think a lot of times with a lot of us, I'm going to include all of us. I'm only talking about myself, but I'm going to include us. We are a we. Um, A lot of times what we do is we kind of, we dress up those spirits. And when you dress up that spirit, you don't really, it becomes who you are. It becomes your personality and it becomes your identity. And I feel like low self-esteem and those types of things became my identity. So it wasn't necessarily something that I felt like. I could not do like the spirit had become so embedded in my DNA. So I thought that I just didn't feel like that would ever not be a part of who I am. So yes, I have dealt with low self-esteem. 
I don't deal with it as much anymore, but I'm going to be honest, transparency, we aren't going to sit here and lie. It is something that I do kind of, it comes, it, it's like waves. They're short waves. They real shallow waves. They like baby pool waves. Not really like the, the beach, but like baby pool waves of like, okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? It try to come back and like, and I, I got to hit the, you know what I'm saying? Going on somewhere. But I definitely feel like overcoming it is first. The first thing that I needed to do that I didn't know I needed to do is admit that I dealt with the spirit of low self-esteem. That is the first step of getting rid of. That is the first step of deliverance. Admitting that you have something that you need to get rid of. You have something that you need to overcome. That I like that word that you use, like to overcome. So I definitely think the first step to overcoming a spirit of low self-esteem, if that's something that you deal with, it could be a spirit of fill in the blank. The first step to overcoming it is admitting to yourself, being real with yourself and being real with God and sitting down with God and saying, hey, I have this problem and I know that I should not have it. Like you can find you a scripture because I told you for each situation, I should not deal with low self-esteem because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am first and I last. I am the head and not the tail. Like, I am all of these wonderful, great, amazing things. So, I have to learn, God, I need you to show me how to walk in that. Like, I know that's who I am. And that's another thing that has helped me overcome it is speaking those things as if they are. Because I know that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, but... Do I know that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made? Do I walk in that? Do I operate in a fearfully and wonderfully made attitude? So if I don't walk in that, that thing is not, it's not it. It's not what's going on. So I have to speak that over myself to, I got to talk to my mind. Like I got to tell my mind, we, we, we it, we that girl. Hey, we are that girl. We royal priesthood. We chosen. I'm peculiar. Like, are you peculiar? Cause I'm peculiar. Like I had to, that, that is admitting, confessing and professing. Admit you have the problem, confess it to the Lord and start to speak and profess those things over your life that God has already called you. He already told you these things. So that's what he gave us the Bible for. The Bible is the manual. He already told it to you. So that's, that's my recipe. That's the recipe. I feel like that's a universal recipe for all, for most spirits. I ain't going to say all spirits because I don't know. I ain't dealt with all spirits. But admit, confess, profess, repent. Let's throw that. I don't know which step you want to put that in, but that got to come in there. And forgive yourself. All right, y'all. My formula got in a little big. Forgive yourself. Repent, put that in there where you want to put it in there at because God called you something and you don't believe him. That's, that's not good. That's not good. Repent and then forgive yourself. Like forgiveness is not just for other people. They say forgiveness is not for the other person anyway, but what happens when you need to forgive yourself? Like you need to forgive yourself for sitting in that if you sat in that for too long 
Don't get up and beat yourself up for how long you sat in it. Rejoice and thank God that you're not sitting in it no more. Like encourage, encourage yourself in the Lord, y'all. All right, that was a loaded question with loaded answer, but yes, like all of those things, all of those things. So I have dealt with low self-esteem. I, I baby deal with low self-esteem now. I'm working on it, God. I'm working on it with God, not on my own. I know that I need Him to work on it. I know that I need Him because you can't counsel something that needs to be delivered. Corinda said that you cannot counsel something that needs to be delivered. I needed to be delivered. I need to be delivered from that. So I, I deal with that with God. I don't counsel with my friend because I need God to, to continue to grow me in that area, to continue to grow me in that confidence. So whatever you got from all that, you just put it together. All right. I love y'all. Y'all, y'all should know me by now. I'm a little... Do, 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 do. But I get there. I get the job done. Hallelujah. Okay. So the next question is, what has been your greatest challenge? My greatest challenge, and I'm just going to say that this is about exceeding TV. My greatest challenge had to be a spirit of anxiety. Let's talk about those spirits I need to get delivered from. Um, I a spirit of anxiety, a spirit of rejection you know I dealt with the a spirit of rejection for a long time like since a child like I've dealt with that for so long and I think that that is the trickle down so I'm not gonna say a spirit of anxiety was my biggest challenge a spirit of rejection and his cousins that came in with the spirit of rejection is something that has been a challenge for me because that comes with a lot it comes with anxiety it comes with seeking validation like it's not necessarily that I need y'all opinion but in my mind I worry like god is somebody enjoying this is somebody is the goal being fulfilled is what you said needed to be done being done I had to I had to go through that I had to go I had to god had to process me through you better look at them views because you don't need to care about them views because I'm going to show it to who I needed to show it to. I just need you to sit in the chair, bring a guest, maybe sit here by yourself, maybe and talk. I just need you to talk. I, I give you the words. You have the words. I gave you the articulation. I gave you the personality. I gave you the voice. I, it's, it's everything that you are is who I need you to be to do this. So I, I have gotten better. I have gotten so better, y'all. I'm so, I'm gonna pat myself on the back because let me tell you something. Now I haven't gotten better with anxiety and stuff in all areas of my spiritual walk, but this right here, it that being my biggest challenge, that is something that I can confidently say that God is, successfully processing me through i must say successfully because i i love it here i love it here because i talk about me not wanting to be here y'all i really kind of talking in past tense because honestly like i really do love doing this i really do because i like to talk as y'all can see and i like to talk with my hands i'm real animated i'm real 
You know what I'm saying? So I really do like to talk. And God knew that. Because he told me like a couple months ago. And I didn't know what that meant at the time. But he was like, I'm going to expose you. And I was like, no, nah, don't do that. Don't do that. How dare I say that? That's so crazy. I repent if I didn't repent before. But he was like, I'm going to expose you. I'm about to expose you. Like, you're going to start telling on yourself. Like, I'm about to expose you. And ta-la. Not ta-da. Ta-la. Like, he like, yeah, I'm going to expose you. Because a lot of people that be watching these videos don't even know I talk this much. They don't know because I deal with a spirit of rejection because a lot of times what the enemy used to get me is to make me feel like when I said something, it didn't make sense. Like that was a real problem that I had. That was a real challenge that I had before this. So sitting here now just talking, I give God the glory already just off that alone, just off that fun fact alone was the fact that I would literally know the answer to something or hear the Holy Spirit tell me the answer to something and keep my mouth shut because I just felt like I didn't know how to say what that answer is. So I give all glory to God for just processing me through that. That was really a challenge for me. And I'm, I'm grateful that it's, it's an ongoing process. It's an ongoing process. It's an ongoing relationship. Our relationship is getting better. It's growing. It's thriving. And it's something that I constantly want to work on. So as I work on that, that challenge and any other challenge that comes up, I already know easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Okay. Okay. Yes. So next question, how do you overcome the peer pressure of this world? You like that word overcome. I like that. I love that. Overcoming the peer pressure of this world is completely contingent on your relationship with God because the world is so tempting like let's be honest like let's not let's be transparent now when you was out there doing what you was doing you know you was having a good time you was having a good time you may not have been having a good time for real for real but it seemed like you was having a good time but the good time in the Lord is just have you ever been spirit drunk y'all like just like the Holy Spirit has just taken over your body and you're just like weak. I slept outside in our church parking lot one time. It was like a little mini nap. I ain't go to sleep, sleep. Like nobody left me up there now. Like this ain't that type of ministry. But I literally went outside and I was just like, what's wrong with me? Like I couldn't move my arms. It was like I was just exhausted. And my sister was like, you were just in the spirit. You were so high. The spirit is just like it took over your body. That's is joy that is pure joy for real so i do say like you know peer pressure of the world is really just how strong is your relationship with god because honestly like last week's episode the world gonna pull you or you gonna pull it like that's just really kind of it like and that's really what peer pressure is peer pressure is getting you to do something that you aren't naturally going to do like you're you're not naturally going to do this thing so somebody is pushing you and prodding you and forcing you not even forcing you because we're not going to say forcing because forcing it entails that they have ownership of you and they do not because that's not how this works so that peer pressure i think that overcoming the peer pressure of the world is honestly just tasting the other side like 
just taste the good fruit on the spiritual side and the 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 joy and the peace that comes with a relationship with God and being on this side I definitely feel like that is how you can overcome those old desires because when your desires line up with God God blows your mind God is continuously blowing my mind because my desire to be here in this seat is is lining up with him and he taking care of everything y'all like he's taking care he has taken care he is continuing to take care of everything because I'm lining up with him so when somebody comes to me with some foolishness then I know that the Lord didn't sin like baby do you know how sweet it is over here it's sweet it's sweet the fruit is sweet it's no bitterness over here I'm not interested you know what I'm saying and that kind of goes into this other question is she asks how is being saved better than not being saved why should I be saved and I feel like that kind of just those two answers just go together and I think that it's definitely a process for people because like I was saying it's like for my age group and I mean any age group really but I think that my age group is more so under attack on worldly things than any other age group I'm just gonna say it because I'm a part of this age group so I see a lot of things and I've I've seen this and I have been that person that's just like mm, I'm not I don't want to do that I don't want to do the God thing I don't want to do the church thing like I don't want to do that thing so I think that being saved it became not cool and it's not about it being cool but, you know, you, you get what I'm trying to say. Like, it, it just became a thing where it was just like, it was churchy. It was churchy. I love, because I slip up sometimes and I say church. But my apostle and my pastor have really drilled into us. This is the church and we come to do ministry. Like, we go to ministry. You don't go to church. You wake up as the church. You go to do ministry. So, that building is not the church and i think that what has happened is we was a little churchy we was given we was given living under the law we was given like all of these rules and all of these things and it was just like i don't want it like is this being saved like i remember like my mom, she's just like, do you want to go to church today? And I'm just like, no, I don't want to go no more. Like, I was a teenager. I think I was like a, a young teenager. And I was just like, I don't want to go no more. And it was just like, me and her were kind of in the same boat. Like, I don't, if this is what it is, I don't want it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I really don't want it. I don't desire this. Like, this is not, this doesn't seem like a benefit to me. And I can honestly say that I'm so grateful that God did not put me down like I put him down. Like. I, I'm very grateful that God did not just say, oh, okay, well, you don't want me. I don't want you. So I think that I'm so grateful for finding that fertile ground. I'm so grateful for God allowing me to, to be seen by that divine connection that I had and allowing me to come back to him on my, on my terms and on my desires and my need for him because that's when I got saved for real, when it was about my need for God and not 
hey, you get up and go because I told you to go. <laughs> like, I told you to go. So I think that the thing about being saved is the realization that nobody's li saved life is the same. So how you saw your grandma do it is not necessarily how you have to do it or how that's just generalizing being saved as just this is just what it is and you don't do this and you can't wear that. Think about the stuff that you can do in God instead of the stuff that you can't do in God. And that's a, that's a mindset change that I had to go through. It's like, don't worry about all the things that you feel like you can't do because a lot of things it's like, your grandma and them said that. And, and my pastor always said, she's just like, who told you that? Like, why you do that? You ever sat down and asked yourself, like, why, why you say that? Like, why do you say that you have to do this? Or why do you say, when it comes to church, churchy, like, no more church as usual. Like, church is shifting to its true meaning of I'm the church and I carry my church around with me and we go to do ministry. So I think that being saved is more so about being saved for real than walking in a building and saying, oh, I'm this, I'm that, I'm this, and I'm that. So I think you should be saved because there's so many things. God is limitless. He knows no bounds. He knows no time. Like Kairos time. That is God's time kairos is god does not operate in time and that is that is think about that y'all just think about it just sit down and just ponder on it like god just he's limitless he's so limitless and i think that that is what that is why i feel like it is better to be saved because the world gives us limitations all, everywhere you look Everywhere you turn, there is a limitation and God knows no limitation. So if you were asking me, if somebody was asking me, which they did, how is being saved better than not being saved? I say because God knows everything. He knows everything and he, he sees everything and he understands everything and he wants to help. He wants you as his own. He wants you. You are already his own if you're not. You are whosoever, as my apostles say. But you are God's children. Like everybody is God's children. But the fulfillment of knowing that is the knowing for me. Like the fulfillment of knowing that you have that connection, you have that that communication, that relationship, that is like no other. It is like no other. It is definitely something that you got to do for yourself. You have to feel it for yourself. You have to see it for yourself. You have to know him for yourself. So all of that. I hope I answered the question. I think I answered the question. I think I did. Okay. So let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. This one was a little interesting. How long is too long? How long is too long? So if I'm listening, if I'm, if I'm thinking about this question spiritually, how long is too long? I think that too long is when it goes against who you truly are. I don't really know any other way to answer that. Like when it goes against what you know to be right, it's too long. 
Because God never said that we wouldn't go through things. And he never said that we wouldn't experience things. But you're not supposed to stay there. Because how does he get the glory if you stay there? So too long is God not getting the glory. If God can't get the glory from this situation, you've been there too long. Like, so that's how long too long is. I'm going to leave that that really short. And, and yeah, it's too long if God can't get the glory from that situation. If it goes, if you are a person or a a child of God, I, I don't know how I was trying. I was trying to go somewhere else. I wasn't trying to go somewhere else. I was trying to say something else, and my brain just it it couldn't process it. But if you are a child of God and you claim the name of the Lord, and a person is looking at you knowing that you claim the name of the Lord, and you are stuck in a situation, or you are sitting in a situation so long that they're like, "Should I be saved?" That's too long. It's too long. Yeah, it's too long. Yeah, I'm going to leave that one. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so let's see, let's see, let's see. I think I only have one more question, y'all. I don't know why I did not put these in order of the way that I wanted to answer them. Probably because I didn't know how I wanted to answer them. But I believe that I only have one more. But let me just check. Just give me one second. So I got that one, that one, that one, that one, that one, that one. Okay, I do only have one more question. And this question is, would you date someone who has not accepted Christ as their Lord and Savior? No, I would not. And it is because God has literally, if you see my episode last week, God has literally been working with me. All of these episodes are about me, y'all. Like, I'm not talking about this because I got it all together and I didn't pass the test. Like... All of these episodes are things that I am actually in real time currently working on and unequally yoked with something that I needed to work on. Being unequally yoked, I can say no as quickly as I did say no before. I just put it at the end of the question because I feel like God has been working with me about being unequally yoked and not just in relationship wise with myself. With who I think I am and who he's calling me to be. Like with friendships. I, I've, I've had friendships that have had to end because we're just unequally yoked. We just, we can't get it together. And like I said last week, it's not about you being wrong and me being right. It's just you over here and I'm over there and I just need to be over here. And who over, who's over here and, and where I'm at. That's who I need right now. And I love you. And if, 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 if that's it for us, then that's it for us. But if not, then I'll see you later. <laughs> but right, right now, I need that. And I think that I have, I have had a lot of worldly situations as far as with relationships. Because I've never actually... Oh, I'm going to get real transparent. Ooh. Y'all family... Ooh, I've never actually had a boyfriend. I've never actually had a a person in that capacity. Like, you know what I'm saying? So probably because I dealt with low self-esteem. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. There's probably a lot of other reasons, but that's probably it. Like, you know what I'm saying? But we ain't going to talk about that because we, we, we already talked about that. We processed it. God is working on that. But I've never actually had a boyfriend in that capacity. And being that 
I just told y'all I got saved for real in 2019. I was out in the world for real, for real before that point. So I had a lot of guys that I would entertain as far as like conversation or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, like I like you, you like me and we gonna text about stupid stuff. Like nothing serious, like nothing like we date or nothing like that. We ain't do, I didn't do that. I just wasn't, that wasn't my thing. Like I wasn't that. So, but when I think about now with my relationship with God and I read what God says that a husband should be or somebody don't be unequally yoked. I mean, be equally yoked with somebody like be, I can't pull the scripture out right now. I know it's in there though. You know, it's in there. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna put it right here. Y'all don't talk about me. I'm gonna put it right here. It's going to be right here somewhere. But moving forward, yes. Yeah, so I think that it's, it, it literally says it in there to, to, to do that. So if you do not accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, when you aren't compatible. And if we're not compatible, I don't want you because I didn't dealt with enough in, incompatible, 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 incompatible. Which one sounds better? I don't know. I didn't dealt with that. I've dealt with the worldly side of just not matching up. That's why I ain't never had no boyfriend because we just, we didn't match up. We, it just, we were always just like, I like you, but it's just like, we can't really get it together. Like we don't really have a groove and in my mind, in my spiritual spasmodic imagination, that's what it looks like when you try to match up with somebody that's unequally yoked from you. Like it just don't look right. It don't make sense. It's apples and oranges and wood chips like it just you don't eat them in the same bowl you don't eat one at all and i think that i need that i need you to be on the same page as me because you're either gonna draw me or i'm gonna draw you and i don't even want to be connected to you i ain't gonna lie i can't lie i can't lie i'm gonna let my light shine on a hill my light gonna shine on the hill, baby. But you just can't be next to me on that hill because you if you don't if you don't accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, do is your light shining? Like you got like I I think you got a light, but if it ain't shining too, like iron shoppers, iron. I need I need iron. Like, cause when I get down, I need to know you know where to go. Like you know what to do. You know how to get a prayer through. Like, you know how to intercede. I don't need you trying to find me worldly stuff. If I get sick, medicine is great, but prayer changes all things. Like, I need that. I need that. I need to know, can you get a prayer through? What's your relationship with God? What is your relationship with God? And you cannot have a relationship with God if you do not know who Jesus Christ is. Like, you have to accept him. Before you can even get to that point. So if you can't do that. And I can do that for me. Like I can lay hands on myself. Like I don't need you around me. Watching me need to lay hands on myself. You just taking up space in my area. And just. No I just. No, no, thank you. So yeah, the, the the short and the long answer to that is probably not. 
Absolutely not. Not properly. Absolutely not. But I love all of God's children, all of his creations. I really do. I really do. I have enough love to give out. But as far as be attached to me, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. Thank you. I love you. But no. <laughs> so that is all, you guys. That's all the questions I got. I was kind of late in getting the, the post out. So I'm just going to say that that's why y'all. I think these were good. These are good. I'm going to stop. All right, Lord. I got in trouble just now. I just got in trouble. Because these were just the right amount of questions. And it was just what I needed to say on this episode. And we just going to go with that. So to God be the glory. I'm grateful for the questions that I got. I'm grateful for the people that asked the questions. I'm grateful for you watching this far. As crazy as I am with all my hand motions. I'm just grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I can't say it enough. So we are at the end. And I do have a shameless plug. And this shameless plug is more about accountability above all else. So, of course, I'm a, I'm a just shameless plug. Rising Queendom. Black on black. Get yours at risingqueendom.com. I'll put that down there at the bottom. But the, the actual shameless plug of this, this episode is actually a journal that God put in my spirit to release. And I did not hear a date yet, but I do know it has to be before the end of the year. And I do understand that it is September. And I, I hope that the Lord knows that it's September. So I think he does know. And I don't know why he has me telling y'all about this, this journal. But I guess it's maybe it's a fire. It's a fire because the journal is called Seek. And it is a journal that God put in my spirit when I read Matthew 6 and 33. I think that's why I had to use that go-to scripture because I was really heavy, like seek, just God. Like I, I, I have so many things that I need from you. And it was almost like I was thinking fleshy. I was. I'm not going to lie. I was thinking very fleshy when I when I first said it. And I was just like, God, I just need this. And I'm just reading the scripture. And it's just like all these things will be added unto you. Like, that's your promise, God. That's what you told me. That's what, you, that's what I heard you say. Like, I heard you say that in my head when I was reading it. And the Holy Spirit immediately asked me, what do you seek God for? And I had to sit back and I, I, I meditated on it a little bit. I meditated and I thought about it. And the list of things that I came up with, none of them were material things. There were things on that list like peace, joy, salvation, deliverance, help, like love. Like there were so many things that I, I just wrote this long list. It's 26 words. And this just like, these are the things that I actually am seeking from you. And in my intro, in the beginning of the journal, the Holy Spirit basically wrote it. He wrote it, but you know, it was, it was just in my dialect, but he wrote it. And it was just like, he revealed to me that when you hear Matthew 6 and 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, that is 
the principle. That's the principle of that scripture. The promise of that scripture is, and all these things shall be added to you. And where I, where, where God found me that night and I had to repent is that I was looking at the promise more than I was worried about the principle. Because if you do the principle, the promise, because God is not a liar, God, he's not a waster. Like the things that you do for him that line up with him. He is not going to waste your time doing it. So if you seek him, however long you need to seek him, the promise is, is that all these things, all these things put fill in the blank, whatever your, all these things is, all these things will be added unto you because at the end of the day, he knows what you need more than you know what you need. So In the moment, I was thinking more about material things until I actually sat down and meditated. And I'm like, God, the things that on my heart that I need from you have nothing to do with things that you can go buy at a store. It's not money. It's not, it's not a car. It's not a house. It's, I need deliverance. Like I need help right now. I need love right now. I need some agape love. (laughs) I need some real love right now. And so God, he just had me writing down all of these words and basically what the journal is, is on each page, there is a word and then God directed me to some scriptures. So it's a word in the middle and the scriptures around the word. And of course, I mean, the word it's alive. So of course it's not every single scripture. Of course, you're not going to need every single scripture. You may just need one of those scriptures on that page. You may find another scripture, but the question, and it was, it's it's a journal because the question that he prompted for, for me to put in there was how can you use these scriptures in your past or your present? And I really got deep. Like the Holy Spirit took me real deep y'all. Like he really did take me deep. He, He, I'm timeless. I'm timeless. I don't operate in time. So if you lacked joy, because joy is one of the words. So if you lack joy and you see one of the scriptures on the page, leap for joy, and you see that scripture, take God to that time in your life where you didn't have joy and put his promise of joy in that moment so that you can take you can take the lesson from that and not the pain. And I almost, oh, I almost fell out my seat, y'all. Every time I hear it, it was like, you can literally go back in your mind and change how you looked at something. And God is telling you, I, I had you going through that for a reason. Even if you got yourself in it, I'm going to use that. There's a reason there's going to be, there's, there's goodness that's going to be coming, coming out of that. There's goodness that's going to come out of that because I'm going to work all to things together for your good. So go back in your mind and go back to that trauma. Go back to that situation that you felt like I didn't have love. Go back to that situation where you didn't have joy, where you didn't have peace and put this scripture. That's it. I, the scriptures are around it. Y'all. I even, you ain't even got to look it up. You ain't got to look it up. I got them right there. I got the scripture and I got what that scripture says and just put that promise from God's word in that situation 
and change how you look at that situation so that you can see what you are actually supposed to see in that moment. And the journal is literally just for you. It's for you to process all of those things, process those 26 words and go back. Don't write too many, too many letters. You know, I mean? you can write a book if you want to, you can go get an extra notebook if you want to, but there's like three pages of, of lines for you to just process that and think about that. That's the question that he gave me for the journal. Like, where can you put this scripture in your past or your present that can change? Because God said, I will restore unto you the years. Like nobody, but God can restore the years. That's not pot. Like you can't go and get those years back, but you can go back in your mind and you can think about it in your right now, right now understanding of the promise. You didn't understand the promise then, but you understand the promise now, or you didn't understand the promise then and God, you're gonna see a word and you're just like, let me go back to that moment and really truly dig deep and get to the root of that. And when you get to that root, you put that promise in there and you take from what it, take from it what you need to take from it so you can move on, get out the door. So that is my shameless plug. I am so excited for God to tell me when I am going to um, re release it. He has not told me just yet. All he said is that it's going to happen before the end of the year. And it's pretty much done. It is pretty much done. It's about 80% done. And yes, so I'm going to put that information on the screen just for accountability and i'm gonna put before the end of the year at the time so y'all don't laugh at me because that's exactly what i'm gonna put and i'm put it right here so don't be laughing at me because i just told y'all but it's gonna be right here so it is seek and i am so excited and i thank you for staying with me this far i thank you for staying with me this far as in episode six of exceeding tv i appreciate everybody again i can't I, i'm gonna keep saying it so y'all can just get over it but just get over it it's okay but i am now at the end so of course i'm going to put in the plug for my next episode next week and the next episode is called limitless limitless and we are going to dig into our limitless God. And my co-host for next week is going to be none other than my sister, Christy Elaine, K-Lane, Christy, whatever you want to call her, my baby, my sister, Divine Connection, whatever you want to call her. But that is going to be my co-host for next week, maybe longer. I don't know. Y'all still touching in the green. That's all I'm saying. I'm winking. If you can't see me, it's a glare. I'm winking. But she is going to be with me next week talking about Limitless. And I'm so excited because God did not give me a guest. And at the last minute, he said, Christy. So you know what I say. If, if your name come up, it's supposed to be you and you got something to say. So with that being said, I want to say thank you so much for watching and I will see you next week. Bye.